am Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. You know, a lot of people are not making a living uh, doing what they love doing mm-hmm. because they feel, wow, there's too much competition out yep. there, right? Too All much competition. The competition. And then we get so jealous mm-hmm. um, of somebody who got that role on TV. And um, I remember my friend Lotus Weinstock, a wonderful comedian, um, really super funny. And she was very cosmic, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And she would always tell me there's no such thing as competition. Mm-hmm. And I'm going... Mm, I'm not sure about that. And then she would say, you know, Judy, when you know you're jealous of somebody, that's a gift because it shows you what you really want. Oh, that's yeah, that's a good piece of advice. That really was mm-hmm. because then I changed like, well, God, I'm really jealous of that person. And that's like an inactive way to be and feels very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But when you go, I'm jealous of that person because I want what they have. And the reason I'm jealous is because I don't believe I can have what they have, Mm -hmm. right? And then you go, well, if I go, darn it, I'm going to just go and pursue it. Yeah. And that takes it off. mm -hmm. And then, you know, you can also do the thing where if you're jealous, you can say, and the reason why I can't have that is because, and you start generating all those excuses. You start going down that list of, oh, I don't have their network. I don't have their capital. I don't have their this and that. And you start creating that whole list, all those things to why you should never have tried in the first place. Oh, my gosh. When when we were, you know, in the early days, the, the comedy train gravy days of of um the 80s and everybody and their mother was a stand-up comic um the competition in la was ferocious and it would be like one person would get on the tonight show and everybody would be so jealous (laughs) and then like like start start oh that joke they did was horrible and i'm funnier than they are and the hostility was enormous and then the fight for time slots got to be enormous till somebody actually jumped off the top of the hotel next door to the comedy store with a note pinned to him saying you know i couldn't get spots i mean that's how bad wow the competition got so how do we then let's talk about competition Mm -hmm. and how we can turn our idea about it around to something positive okay well i recently just uh sat down with a group of creatives for for a a meeting i was at and it's funny because everyone has a very a lot of creatives especially if they've been working in their their industry for a while have very specific strong views about competition uh a lot of uh business mastery mastermind programs they talk about how there is no competition because if you are if you know exactly the type of person you're there to serve and there to work with 
then you know you are delivering exactly what they need they are searching for someone like you so there is no competition there is no 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 one else to compare yourself to because you are the perfect fit and as long as you continue to serve you won't have any competition you won't have anyone to go up against the only time you have to compete is when you're not truly serving anyone when you're faking it when you're providing a generic thing you know when you're not really fully committed to your client or customer or your patron or whoever you're working with or your audience then yeah then then yeah there's lots of competitions because there's lots of fakes out there there's a lot of people who think they can do whatever you know creative endeavor there is and they're just in it for the wrong reasons so they're competing with millions of other people who are all in it for the wrong reasons if you're in it for the right reasons for the reasons that serve you and for the reasons that actually matter and can actually help someone else then you don't have any competition it doesn't exist because you're there for them they need you there's you know it's just a compatibility thing but let's just say whether let's say you're an actor or speaker and mm -hmm. um and you put an audition or a submission i mean there's uh this role and they're seeing a lot of other people mm -hmm. so that is competition. I mean, it is, but you, you also have to remember how you go about thinking about that. Okay. So what is, you know, a lot of people think that the goal of trying to get something that's up for a group of people. Okay. So let's say whether it's an audition, whether it's, uh, you know, you're submitting a screenplay to a writing competition or something like that. You know, it's the, it's the Warner brothers writing workshop or something along those lines. People go into competition and deal with competitors in the creative field with the wrong mindset because they go in to win. That's not what you're doing when you're an artist, when you're a creative. You don't, if you go in to say, oh, I got to beat that person out for the role. You hear that all the time. Oh, I'm beating this person out. I'm winning over this person. Everything you do, every level of success, everything you measure yourself as as a creative is now entirely based on someone else's decision. How many, and Judy, oh, you could probably- you're talking about giving your power away. So exactly. coming into competition with giving your power is like you make the decision of whether I'm worthy or not. Mm -hmm. And so as your experience as a performer, how many times have people gotten roles because it's their cousin? It's their nephew. So-and-so sleeping with so-and-so. So-and-so's, oh, I'm doing this as a favor for my buddy's wife. How many times do people get roles or jobs or things because of those reasons? Oh, <laughs> it's amazing when they get a job and they don't have a relative So it's business. like it's yeah. the majority of So it's those a bit rigged. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So so if you go in with this mentality that you're beating, you're, you're actually playing on the same playing field and on a level playing field with everyone else, you are going to suffer and despair. Every every audition is going to be how you define, or, or every time you submit any work to anyone is going to be how you define the rest of your week. You're going to go, you know, oh, they rejected me. I lost out to so-and-so. You didn't lose to so-and-so, you know? You didn't lose to them. You know, one of the, like, one of my things, like, I always encourage young artists, uh, especially writers and things like that, to enter writing competitions. Now, I will be the first to admit, because I've been in a bunch of them, some of them are complete garbage. They're absolutely horrible. I did a, a, a screenwriting competition with, a, with a, a group of writers that I worked with years ago in my 20s, and we submitted to a competition, and when they sent us back the feedback 
for, you know, we didn't win, but they said, but, you know, with your entry fee, you get feedback on your screenplay. So we were like, okay, well, at least we'll get that. When we got the feedback back, <laughs> the feedback had obviously been written by someone who did not speak English. <laughs> it was absolutely intelligible. Like, we, so what we found out naturally through, uh, a network of people was that this particular screenwriting thing was just this guy just took all the entry fees, passed the scripts out to his class and you know, his beginning screenwriting class that he held, they decided which was the best one. And then he gave a chunk of the money to, to whoever the winner was. It had nothing to do with the quality of the work, how good the screenplay was, you know, if it was marketable, if it could be sold, you know, if, if it was worth, you know, getting an agent or a manager, all the things, the accolades meant nothing. This was just a, a, a grab for cash and then an assignment this guy gave to his class. However, I still think it was very important that we did that competition because we had to pay money and we had a due date. And now we, and I, I think the, the, the cost was like 35 bucks and there was three of us. So it was like, you know, $12 each and we cover the thing. So for $12 each, we have a finished piece of work that we submitted to strangers. Yes. That is success. That we is success. We reached our goal. That, that, that is. Um, so I think of uh, my student, Vicki Barbalo, who uh, did a competition, uh, America's Got Talent. Yeah. And she didn't win. She came mm. in. She didn't even come in top five, but she did come in the top ten. I think she, she okay. came in around there. And in the eyes of a competitive person, that's be like, well, then she's just one of the losers. <laughs> oh, right. One hundred percent. Right. So let's talk about how she lost. Mm -hmm. She now has a regular gig in Vegas. I just flew into Vegas, and and I'm driving, you know, to the Strip, and there's a huge billboard of Vicky, right? See, and there she is. And uh, I'm I'm really proud of her. And I know that. Um, so she went into it with, I'm just going to be the best I can be. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another thing, the competition um, now for uh, TED TEDx's, right? That oh. that to submit to. So we have a lot of our students at um, the Message of You University um, submitting for TEDx's, and some of them get it and some of them don't. But here's what they all get: they all get to understand what their message is. Yes. And as Ted says, "What is your idea worth sharing?" Mm -hmm. So. When you come up with your idea worth sharing, that's profound in your life. That is way more beneficial than getting to talk to a room full of strangers for eight minutes or whatever it is. Yeah, know? so let's just say you don't get the TEDx, mm -hmm. but now you have, now you understand that I have, you're on total purpose in life because now I have my message and idea worth sharing. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe it's not right for, a TEDx, but it could be right for something else. Exactly. It could be right for uh, a submission to NPR piece. It could be right for a corporate speech. It could be right to go down to your local high school and go, this is my idea we're sharing and oh, pitching yeah. them and go do a speech there. And as soon as one thing leads, leads to another. So, you know, I'm reading here about, and, and I think she was on uh, the Today Show <laughs> And her name is uh, Kim Leola, L-I-A-O, L-I-A-O, uh, mm -hmm. I can't say it. Yeah. But anyway, can't. Um, so she said, 
you should aim for 100 rejections a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to go out and you're going to compete. And the goal is to count the rejections. Mm-hmm. Not the acceptance. See, that is a great strategy. Isn't that, isn't it? This is, this is the homework for everybody. This is, this this, is when, yeah. when you switch from the creative wanting to the creative doing. That's when you go, when, when, you, when that's the mindset, I'm going to get rejected 100 times this year, and I'm not going to stop until I've had 100 rejections. Do you imagine how much progress you would make? It, not only, now, now I, one caveat to this is like sometimes you get people who they write one thing or they create one thing and then they just use that forever and ever and ever and compete and say, oh, see, obviously nobody wants me or whatever. Uh, no, if you can create 100 rejections, but with a variety of creative work, then then you are serving yourself way more than any accolade, award or cash prize ever ever will right so this is a total mindset switch Mm -hmm. to set rejection goals yes okay so we're not going for acceptance goals Mm -hmm. but rejection goals because if you shoot for 100 rejections Mm -hmm. right that's first of all gonna be a lot of work you're gonna get a lot of work done and it'll pretty be impossible not to get acceptances <laughs> through that, but they don't count. Yeah, the acceptances <laughs> don't count. Like that's, it's, well, and it's just like you know, and just the old sports accolades. You know, it's you don't win from your, you know, you don't learn anything from your wins. You learn everything from your losses. Well, losses are very ego bruising, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're hard, and we don't submit because we're so frightened of losing. Yeah. So if you switch your goal, aiming for rejection. It's an attain becomes an attainable goal. Mm-hmm. So this week, um, I'm doing that myself. Mm-hmm. Tell you the truth, okay. And um, because I actually do have a fear of putting myself out there, mm-hmm. right? I do not like rejection. I I take it to heart. Yeah. I have a tenderness about it. And um, so I decided I was impressed by this woman who ain't got 100 rejections. I went okay. Let's go. And so this, I applied for uh, five writer retreats. Oh, nice. And when you, a literary retreat. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you apply for them, um, you go and live for like 10 days. Uh, you don't have to pay. You get accepted. Mm-hmm. And um, you have dinner at night with writers. And all day you, you, have, you get space to write in a beautiful environment. And um, I went, we'll see. What the heck? Yeah apply you know and and then there is these someone told me about um the state department has cultural exchanges with governments Mm -hmm. so you can go to russia and treat uh um um teach uh, uh, entrepreneurship to russian women Mm -hmm. um you could my friend is going Miriam, who's um did a podcast with us is a composer and she's going to be sent by the state department of cultural exchange oh, wow. to uh teach music in uganda <laughs> right? yeah i mean i'm just saying this is a bit of, of an obscure one yeah but when you start digging mm-hmm. and submitting yourself to work on a cruise ship you yeah. know if you're if you're a comic comics you know, cruise ships hire a lot of comics. Just things you wouldn't think of. Mm-hmm. Even the, you know, for um, there are people who um, organize the comedy USO shows. Yeah. But if you start 
if you have to come up with a hundred rejections, you're going to have to find a lot of opportunity. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You're going to have to go on the hunt and you're not going to be able to rest in the fact that you didn't, you not only made something, you now have to find a million, you know, a hundred plus places to submit it to. Right. You know, and, and like, are there even a hundred places to submit a screenplay to? I'm sure there are, but you're going to uh-huh. have to put some work in to get rejected that many times. Yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm really going to take to this because every time I have to make a call to pitch myself, mm-hmm. um, I have to re-listen to our pitching podcast and listen oh, yeah. to my own advice <laughs> because I get very nervous of yeah. making a call. There's this kind of my throat closes up and I kind of feel like I'm a little girl going, mm-hmm. hi. Yeah. <laughs> Can I come speak? Yeah. <laughs> Your company, and I, I'm just so scared of a no mm-hmm. or an, uh, ignoring. But when you just do one a week, um, um, that's going to be it, it. puts too much onus if you just do one. But if you do a hundred, yeah, it's like so what? Just another one. Yeah, exactly. And and the other thing too is like to get to a hundred rejections, you submit to two things a week. That's not that much. Oh, that's not. Yeah, it's 52 weeks a year. You know, you'll be done before Christmas. Well, yeah. I would think maybe three a week because that would mean maybe you'll get one of them. Yeah. And then know. it doesn't count. So yeah. and then you're like, well, okay, well, now, now <laughs> yes. I got this gig that I'm getting paid for. And I push that to a side that, you know, I'll deal with that later. And now that's hilarious. You're assuming not getting anything. Yeah. That's <laughs> if you're going. But you have to also imagine like product and experience will always be more valuable than an accolade. Yeah. Always. You know, if it's, you know, and, and it also has to do with, with, you know, there's a lot of this in, in, in production and in film video. They always talk about how it's not about the job you're on. It's about the next job. And when you take that rejection forward, proactive mindset, you are embodying that whole, you're like, okay, let's just go, go, go. No, no, let's rack up these no's. And while I'm racking them up, I'm also creating really great stuff. Not to mention all the things you're going to learn by being rejected. I mean, as I said earlier, that, you know, you win from your losses or you learn from your losses, not from your wins. Yes. And it's, it's hard to do when you're older. Cause when I was younger on, before I published my first book, I got 59 rejections, mm-hmm. but I kept going forward because I didn't, I didn't know any better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're kind of doop do doop do do right? You just I like, send it to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, woohoo, I wrote a book here, and mm-hmm. you know, and you get the rejections, but you, you know, I kept them all. Some of them are pretty funny. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> one person I'm writing a book on comedy, and the, when my first book came out, stand-up comedy, the book, there, it wasn't, there weren't any books on comedy, you know, and and the publishers, the agent said, I was trying to get a, a literary agent said, um, you're writing a book that there's not enough people who want to know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So why don't you write about fly fishing? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, we're getting a lot of fly fishing requests. So we, right. we, we need someone to put that together for us. Right. So, so competition, you know, that's how Ellen DeGeneres um, got famous and successful was she uh, kind of was under the wire, getting a lot of material together, living in New Orleans. And then she flew out not to L.A., mm-hmm. um, but to San Francisco and entered a contest there in San Francisco mm-hmm. and uh, won it. 
right? And then she got on the Tonight Show, and then she got uh, yeah, and, all and, of her deals. But it was that comp- you know I'm willing to put myself in competition. Mm-hmm. And and it's because it's is you can put yourself in competition, but if your mindset is right, then it's not really a competition at all. It's a it's a it's a really clever way of telling your mind that you have to get something done. Right. And then and then you get it done and you know, thank you for rejecting for some yeah. of these things that I got rejection and celebrate for. those rejections. Celebrate it. You should be every time you get a letter back that says no, you should be like, All right, break out the champagne. Because I you- did it. I made that call. Mm-hmm. I sent that email. I submitted myself, right? Mm-hmm. And so hopefully with this kind of attitude you'll be going, Oh no. They wanna hire me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a pain. All right. So I think we've kind of listed what yeah. the assignment should be. Uh, do, do we want to go for the full 100 reject? That seems like a year-long goal. Not yeah, something you can just knock out this week, this week, right now. <laughs> if you mm-hmm. listen to the other podcasts, do it now. Um, just submit yourself. Find ways to – you want to act? Submit yourself. Submit yourself yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Get- There's so many ways. Everything is, you know, DIY right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, because a lot of people go, well, I need an agent. I need an agent. Uh-uh. That's when you get, when I got an agent, that's when my career came to a grinding stop. Maybe they get me one TV show or something. Mm-hmm. But before I was out there hustling. Yep. Submitting myself. But when I got an agent, oh, they're doing it. No, they weren't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not doing anything. Right? Yeah. So I, do it yourself. Exactly. Go out there. I say just go out and get rejected. This get week. rejected. And and you can apply this to anything. If you're you know, if maybe you don't have something, you know, uh, creative project wise you can get out or submit right now. Go to a bar and hit on somebody and get rejected. You know, Nobody just Tinder. Get 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 used to that aspiration of rejection and yeah. and man, you you will create so much. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.